Welcome to the Police Fit Podcast, where applicants and serving officers can learn how to smash their fitness test and regain their health. With over 11 years experience in the fitness industry and 17 years service in the military and as a first responder, your host, Brad Williams, shares his experience and expertise in helping applicants get their dream job and serving members regain their health. Learn how to increase your health and fitness with actionable steps for first responders by a first responder. So please enjoy this episode of the Police Fit Podcast. G'day guys, welcome to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Um, just firstly, um, applications are open at the moment for one-to-one coaching. Um, so if that's something you're interested in, I'll drop a um, drop an application form in the show notes below. Um, on the application form, it's got all the details of what's actually involved in the program um, and costs and all that kind of stuff as well. Um, let's crack straight into the questions this week. Um, so the, the first few um, I've already kind of covered or... Um, I'm not 100% sure on, um, and you'll be required to do your own research. So I'll just touch on those and then we'll get into the, to the main part of the, um, podcast. Basically the first one's from Kieran, uh, Kyron, sorry. Um, Hey mate, what is the best way to manage or avoid stitches aside from not drinking water immediately before running? So I have touched on this in a podcast, a previous episode. Um, in that episode also, I talk about training through DOMS, which is, delayed onset muscle soreness um also talk about is swimming good for cardio and strength and i talk about stitches in that podcast so what i'll do is i'll drop in the um, show notes below um the link to that episode um this one was more of just a, a curious question from olivia um i'm curious as to how accurate people find the vo2 max on the apple watch um i've got an apple watch but um I didn't want to spend too much money, so I got one of the older ones. It doesn't doesn't have the VO2 max on it. Um, so if you do have any experience with this, please um, shoot me a message. Um, I can pass it on to Olivia or just comment in one of our groups um, just as to how you how you find the the VO2 max on the Apple Watch. I might even um, I might even chuck a post up in in the groups for it as well. Um, next one's from Emily. Um, this one's way out of my, my area of expertise. Um, so swimming tips, tricks, and breathing, um, everything and anything about swimming. Um, so at the moment she can just do a 200 meter swim, but it's hard and feels like she's dying. She has a swim test this week. So, um, basically my first point of call, if I don't know how to do something, um, I will YouTube it first to look at instructional videos. Um, and then I'll hire a coach in that specific area. Um, so swimming, especially like, yeah, we may have got shown how to swim at school, um, here in Australia, especially, um, but going down to your local, local pool and hiring a swimming coach, um, you might even, you might only need like two or three sessions. I'm not sure how much a swimming coach costs. Um, but just getting those basics, like, when I know my running's horrendous, so I, I hired a running coach. And now I don't need, I, it was for a specialist role I was going for with the police. Um, now, I didn't need to be a phenomenal runner, but I did need to be a better runner than what I was. And because I was a shit runner, um, having that running coach just for those three or four sessions really improved my running a lot because um, I was coming from, you know, a uh, pretty much a starting point um, of very minimal experience as far as running technique goes. Um, 
So basically for this, when you, for swimming, especially go get a swimming coach. Um, you know, it's, it's going to make the world a difference. One of the biggest things, and I can't remember if I read this or I got it or I had it told to me. Um, one of the best things you can do is know what you know and know what you don't know. So if you know what you don't know, okay, then you can get help in it. If you think you know something, you know, kind of half-ass it, that's when it's going to go to shit. So just know what you know and know what you don't know, okay? And make sure you seek help. Um, find an expert in whatever you need help with. Um, that, that's what I do a lot. I've got a business coach. Um, you know, I didn't have a lot of business experience before I started coaching people. Um, so therefore, I'm going to go get a business coach. Um, to help me with that side of it. So know what you know and know what you don't know. All right. Um, so this one here, Dylan, um, I have, I've covered this in the past and I couldn't find the podcast, but I will talk about it again because I know a lot of people need help um, in this area. So basically Dylan's question, he sent this through to my inbox. Um, if you do have a question too, like I, I do the post on the Sunday, um, in the group, just asking if anyone's got any questions. But if you do have any and you don't want to put it up there, just shoot me a direct message. Um, so when do uh, sorry, yeah, when when you do one of your next podcasts, can you please give me some tips about getting out of lifelong habits? Um, his worst two habits are Pepsi Max and watching YouTube videos for hours on end. I want to break these habits so badly and change my life. So when I talk about breaking habits, um, there's heaps of different ways to do it. Um, this is just what I find works the best. Right? I, I, I break it into four components. So basically, minimize, replace, eliminate, track it. Okay, so we'll talk about um, Dylan's two ones here. So Pepsi Max and YouTube. So, and you can do this with any type of habit you've got. Um, you can kind of, and if you struggle with this, please let me know, shoot me a message and I'll give you some tips and tricks on how to do it. Um, but so for the first one, Pepsi Max, um, minimize. So basically what you do is you look at what you're doing currently and how can you minimize it, okay? So we're not looking at replacing it just yet. That's the next step. So minimize it. So say you're having two cans a day, right? What we want to do for the first week or two weeks, however long it takes, is minimize it. So go from two cans a day down to one can a day. Now, in saying this too, like you might be able to go cold turkey and just stop it. That's fine as well. But this is this is just the way that I've found um, does help a lot of people. So we minimize it. So say you're going from two cans a day, you just drop down to one can a day and we're going to track these. So tracking it is the last um, step that I talk about. So minimize, replace, eliminate, track it. But we do track it at each stage, all right? So minimize two cans down to one can a day. So we're going to track that. So each day, all right, you just write down how many cans you had. So your goal is one can each day for a week, two weeks, however long it's going to take you. All right, the next one is replace. So what we want to do when we reduce it down to, you know, one can a day, all right, then we look at replacing it. So, you know, it depends on, depends on why it's, why you've got that habit so with say if you're just having standard pepsi or standard coke right, there's a lot of sugar in it so your body could be addicted to that sugar um with pepsi max maybe the caffeine in it so we want to reduce it down okay and then minimize it then replace it so maybe 
maybe we're going to start replacing one can on the Monday for flavored soda water. So you're still getting that, you're still getting that fizziness, that feeling of drinking soft drink. Okay, but it's much better for you. So say maybe instead of replacing every can with soda water, we're just going to replace Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday with soda water. Okay, so we're minimizing it, replacing it, and then to that eventual goal of having just soda water on every day. All right, then, so we're tracking that as well. And then the next one's eliminate. So don't drink it at all. Now, with flavored soda water, um, I like I like it, I, I drink it. Um, but with eliminating it, like with flavored soda water, you don't need to eliminate it. But the reason why I say eliminate is because just to have that mental win and show you the discipline that you can achieve, you know, by a mindset shift. Now, if you eliminate it, go, all right, I don't, I don't need to drink it at all. Like I don't, I like drinking soda water, but I never wake up feeling like I need to drink it every day. You know, I might have it if I feel like it, but it's not something that controls me. Um, I hate things that control me. Okay. So if I have something that I know, I feel like it's controlling me, I'll eliminate it out of my life. Um, so that's just, that's just me. Um, so as I said, like soda water, right, it's not, not bad for you. You don't need to eliminate it, but I would suggest eliminating it. All right. Just so you can prove to yourself what you can do. All right. And obviously tracking it. So record each day, um, you know, and with the eliminate, you can eliminate it in stages. So then you're only having soda water on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, or maybe only on the weekends, etc. Um, but just work through that process of minimize, replace, eliminate, and tracking it through each stage. Um, the next one's YouTube. And I'll, I'll put down YouTube slash Facebook because I know people, including myself, waste a lot of time on Facebook. Now, minimizing it. For, so first step, set a time each day. So a, a maximum amount of time, you're going to allow yourself on YouTube or Facebook. Now, with this here, I've written down 60 minutes. What I would suggest is make it one block, okay? Because if you go 60 minutes throughout the day, then you happen to track every time you're on it. It gets too much and then suddenly you go, I'm just going to do three blocks of 20 minutes. So you do 20 minutes, 25 minutes, 25 minutes. Now you've gone 10 minutes over and you're kind of like, oh, fuck it, I'll just keep watching whatever. Um, so... What I would suggest is do set set time aside each day. So 60 minutes, maybe it is, I don't know, whatever your working schedule is. Maybe it's like you don't have kids, so it's 8 till 9 in the morning or maybe in the afternoon to wind down, you know, 5 till 6 p.m. at night. Um, and then outside of these times, delete the app. Okay, I know on phones you can have like a fucking timer or something on there that tells you, you know, you can limit the time on social media or certain apps. And what it does is it gives you a little notification saying, hey, you've reached your time limit for the day. Now, there's a little button there that says ignore for the day. What will happen is you might listen to it to the first couple of times, but the then the next time you'll press that ignore, okay? And you'll think, oh, just there's only two minutes left on this video. I'll just finish watching it. You'll hit ignore, okay? And then... That's it. Yeah, yeah, your muscle memory is in place to hit that ignore button. And I know because I've done this on Facebook, um, I set a timer on there and just kind of went, oh, shit, I've got a little bit more work to do. I'll just um, I'll just ignore it and keep going. 
Uh, and then next thing you know, you're looking at random videos and fucking whatever. All right, so make sure you delete the app outside of the time that you've set to use it. Um, replace, so replace the time. So say you've set a time each day of 60 minutes. Okay, replace 30 minutes of that time with self-development and then 30 minutes on Facebook or YouTube. So what you can do here is replacing that time. So you're not trying to create more time. You're just using the same time you got in that day, but you're going to be more, you're going to make better use out of it. Now, what you do also is do one before the other. So I say, okay, I have to do my 30 minutes of self-development. Maybe it's listening to a podcast, reading a book. All right. Once I've done that, then I can do my 30 minutes of Facebook or YouTube. So I can't do my 30 minutes of Facebook or YouTube all right, until I've done the first one. Now, the next part is eliminating it. So keep reducing the time until you can eliminate it. So maybe it's 30 minutes, then you're breaking it down to 20 minutes, 10 minutes. Now, you might not want to, but do it so you can regain your time and discipline, okay? Remember, you don't want anything controlling your life, right? You want to be able to control it. Now, another thing is to eliminate it on certain days. Um, so maybe you only go on YouTube, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, or you only go on Facebook Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Now, what I used to do is I used to trick myself because obviously I run a business online. A lot of it's through Facebook. So what I would say to myself is, oh, it's right because I'm doing business stuff. When realistically, I would do a little bit of business stuff, stuff around on Facebook, do a little bit of business stuff, stuff around on Facebook. Next thing I've spent like three hours on there, you know, and realistically, I've probably done an hour's worth of business work and two hours of stuffing around. So eliminate it, um, move it to certain days. You can only go on there on certain days, all right? And then also, as I said, each stage, we're going to track it. So make sure, you know, for your YouTube, you're minimizing it, you're tracking it, okay, 60 minutes each day. Track how long you actually spend on each day, okay? Make sure you're minimizing it, replace it, eliminate. So remember, you don't want anything... Well, I don't personally like to have anything that controls my life that I can't control, Okay, so I know with um, another thing to think about too is what are you missing out on because of X? So what are you missing out on because of being on YouTube? You know, what do you, for me, what am I missing out of because I'm on Facebook? Now, for me, all right, Facebook's a massive issue, okay, because, you know, I do, I do trick myself into thinking I'm on there for business reasons, which I am, but then also I'm on there just to, just, I just get stuck on there. You know how the Facebook algorithm is designed to keep you entertained, to try and keep you on there um, looking at other things. Um, so what I'll, what would happen was I, I'd have it on my phone and then I would, I've got this issue or not an issue, but this thing where I see something, I need to take action on it and I can't get it out of my head. So say, so I jump on Facebook and I've got a notification on there where someone's commented on one of my posts asking a question. I can't put that in the back of my head and do it later. I need to action it straight away. Um, because if I don't, um, I, I can't stop thinking about it. Um, so one thing that happened to me, right, in the morning, I would get up, I had Facebook on my phone, the kids were having breakfast, and while they're having breakfast or something, I quickly check it. And the next thing you know, I go down this path of having to action every single notification to make sure that it was done. Because if I didn't, it would play on my mind. What I do now is I only download Facebook once the kids are at school and then I delete it before they get home. When I'm going to work, 
Once I get to work, I'll download it. When I leave work, I'll delete it. Um, so that when I'm at home, it's not on my phone because as I said before, like I'll get caught up in it. You know, if I'm doing work on the business at, at nighttime, once the kids are gone to bed, if the wife's on an afternoon shift, I'll delete the app while I'm working on the business stuff. All right. And then I'll delete it again. I'll download it and then I'll delete it again. So for me having it not on my phone um, and you know, I've been through this process before where you try and move it to a different part of your phone. All that happens is your body quickly changes the muscle memory, right? So, so then next thing you know, you, you, you can find it without even looking at it again. Um, and there's been times and everyone, everyone listening to this will understand they've done this before where, you know, you pick up your phone to do something intentional. Maybe it's to log on to your internet banking, to transfer money, pay a bill, whatever. You pick up your phone, the next thing you know, you're scrolling Facebook. And then you're like, oh shit, what did I need to do? It's because we every time we pick up our phone, you know, we're, it is a lot of the times we're going into Facebook and you can actually on your phone, I don't know where it is it's in the setting somewhere, but you can you can see what the open, what is most open after you pick it up. And a lot of times it'll be Facebook and that's just through muscle memory. Um, so, you know, doing these things, you know, minimizing it, deleting the app, replacing it, eliminate. And then for me, the next stage that I'm going to go through is keeping the app on there, okay, and having those set times and, you know, not, because at the moment, the app controls me. That's what I was saying before. I don't like things that control me. I like to be able to control them. Now, with the app being on my phone, it's controlling me, okay? So at the moment, I'm having to delete it, but, you know, I'm deleting it, replacing it, eliminating it. Now, for me, I can't completely eliminate it, so you need to understand if you can or can't. I can't completely eliminate it because I do need to go on there every day so I can respond to clients, respond to messages, you know, so I can show up and be the best coach that I can be, okay? So for me, eliminating it completely is not an option. What I can do is be disciplined with it, all right? And I can start controlling it and not having it control me. Now, I'm at the point at the moment where I'm, you know, at that stage where I'm deleting the app after I use it, so I'm not jumping back on there again. You know, two or three months time, I'm going to revisit it and then I'm going to look at, okay, download the app again, keep it on my phone. And now I've done this in the past before. All right. And what happened was, you know, I went through, say, a stressful time with the business, with my life, was trying to escape, you know, and I ended up being back on Facebook heaps. So now I've gone through that cycle again of having to delete it when I'm not using it to make sure that I'm not on there. And I'll go through that process again. And, you know, in two, three months time, I'll get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm comfortable again. I'll have it back on my phone. I know I can control myself, you know, but if I get those triggers again, if I get that, you know, going through a stressful time, you know, and everyone does this, you go through a stressful time and you use Facebook as an escape, you use it too much. Okay. So I'll know that I'll identify that early and go, okay, I'll delete the app again, you know, go through the same process again. And, you know, it's one of those things. And, you know, my parents were smokers. My brother was a smoker and they, they've quit now, but the biggest thing they talk about is never stop quitting, um, you know, and that's what helped them quit eventually. And so same thing is this with Facebook. I know a lot of people are addicted to Facebook, um, you know, but for me, I'll keep going through this process of, you know, deleting the app, you know, I can control it again. Okay. I'll leave the app on my phone. You know, if I go through a certain stage in my life where I'm getting down or really stressed, I know that that's something I'll go back to. I need to identify that early, delete it, you know, and keep controlling it that way. And, you know, 
down the track in one year, two year, three years time, maybe maybe I'll be able to completely control it without having de- de- to delete the app at all. But it's just something to think about. Um, you know, Facebook's a massive one. I know a lot of people spend a lot of time on it because it is enjoyable. Like that's the way they've designed it to keep you on there. That's what they want to do. Everything, everything. The Social Dilemma is a really good documentary if you haven't seen it. Um, but everything in that app is designed to keep you on there, to keep the most amount of screen time on there. Um, so just just take control back of your life. That's what I talk about, okay? I want to be able to control. I don't want things to control me, okay? I want to be able to control everything. That's not. It doesn't mean I'm controlling, but oh, it does a little bit, I guess. <laughs> sounds a bit stupid, really, when you say it out loud. But, you know... I think you understand what I'm saying when I don't want things to control my life and how I live it. You know, I want to have control over myself and my own actions. Um, so something I'm going to talk about here, it wasn't a question this week. Um, yeah, sorry. And just on that too, if you have any questions about habits that you're trying to get rid of, um, you know, that you can't, can't kick, get, shoot me a message and I'll help you out. I'll give you some ideas and some tips and tricks on how to do it. Um, the last one here wasn't a question, but I saw it come up and I will do a podcast in the future with a bit more depth into this. Um, but a lot of people, I put a post up about, um, you know, uh, what was it? It was just a post about don't overthink it, eat better, sleep more, um, move more. Um, and a lot of people commented on the sleeping factor. Um, so I'm just going to give you four actionable tips to sleep better. Now, the first one, and I thought this was a bit wanky the first time it was shown to me or spoken to me about it, um, sleep meditation. So um, what the wife and I listen to and what I listen to if I need to get a quick 20-minute nap in is like a body scan meditation um, or even a bedtime story. Now, this sounds funny, um, but the wife and I listen to one, and you can get these on Spotify. Um, there's one with like Little Red Riding Hood and the dude reading the story his voice is just so soothing uh, and it's just so comforting and it's a story everyone's heard a thousand times. So it's not like a story that you're focusing on or trying to listen to the outcome because you've heard it a thousand times, but I don't know. It's just, it's just give it a try and let me know how you go. So sleep meditation, either a body scan one or listen to like a bedtime story. Um, number two, write down all your tasks you have for the next day. So, when we have a task on our mind for the next day that we have to do, right? We continuously think about it so we don't forget it, right? So if you write it down, as soon as you write it down, your body's going to be like, or your mind is going to be like, okay, I know I've written it down. I know where it is. I know how to find it. Um, I don't have to think about it now. So for me, if I know I have to do something the next day at a certain time, I'll put an alarm on my phone. As soon as I put an alarm on my phone, I'll forget about it. And literally when the alarm goes off, I'll look at my phone and it'll say, message this person or do this. And I'll be like, oh, fuck, I totally forgot about that. Because as soon as I write it down, it, it clears my mind for something else. Um, so that's something you can do is write down all your tasks you have for the next day that you need to complete. Um, the number three, cutoff time for stimulants, coffee, etc. cetera. Um, yeah, everyone's different and stimulants, um, like coffee especially, People react differently to them. Um, for me, I find 4 p.m. is a pretty good cutoff time. You know, anything at like five coffee at 4 p.m., I still get to sleep and have a good sleep. 
anything after 4 p.m. I find, you know, my my sleep's probably not that great. My rest and recovery is not good. Um, number four, screen time, cutoff time for your phone, um, preset alarm. So with number two, writing down your tasks you have for the next day, I have a habit of writing them in the notes section of my phone. Um, which is really bad. If you have a, if you can get like a diary or something and put it next to your bed, write it in there. And then in the morning, um, you can just chuck it on your phone if you need to have it on your phone. Um, I know with phones now, this is pretty cool. You can take a photo of uh, text. So say you've written it, the task you need to do the next day, you can take a photo of it and actually copy the just the words and then paste it into your notes section on your phone so you don't have to carry around a book all day. Um, check it out. It's pretty cool. The wife told me about it the other day and I thought it was pretty awesome. I'm a bit of a technology nerd, so I love that shit. Um, so yeah, you can write it down on your notebook and your uh, note, notepad next to your bed so you're not having your phone because you've cut off your screen time. Um, and then that way in the morning, you just take a photo of it and then have it copied into your notes section. Um, I have another bad habit of setting the alarm on my phone just as I'm about to go to sleep. Or laying there and going, oh shit, did I set it for AM or PM? And it's one of my little things. Um, like I've got a little bit of OCD um, shit. Like when I leave the front, the the front of my house, the front door, I need to check the door handle twice to see if it's locked. Um, I can't just check it once. <laughs> and then also when I go to my car, I need to um, to double press double press the unlock button. I don't know what it is. It's just a couple of little things I do. Um, that I can't seem to stop. Um, and one of those is laying in bed and going, shit, did I set it for AM or PM? And then I need to pick up my phone and check it. And what what inevitably happens then is I end up um, opening up my emails, opening up my messages, and then going back to what I was talking about before with the Facebook is I feel like, oh, shit, I need to action that. Um, I am getting better um, at just turning going that, okay, I can do that tomorrow. I know I have time tomorrow to do it, um, but it still is a bit of an issue with myself um, having to action it straight away, uh, which is something that I'm working on. Um, so just those four actionable tips to sleeping better. One, sleep meditation, body scan or bedtime story just on Spotify or whatever app you use. Uh, write down all your tasks you have for the next day. Use a notebook and pen. Don't write it down your phone because you have that same issue of picking up your phone again. Um, cut off time for stimulants. Um, screen time, cutoff time for your phone. Um, the other thing I didn't write down either is just um, go to bed earlier. Um, I know it sounds like an easy one, but go to bed earlier, um, get up earlier. You'll find that your sleep pattern will change. Like people say, I can't get to bed. Yeah, I can't get up early because I can't get to bed before, I can't get to sleep for 11 p.m. That's just because you haven't started getting up early yet. So get up early for a week. And you find your 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 bedtime will change and the time you get to sleep will change. Um, so thank you very much for the questions this week. Um, just a reminder, applications are open for our one-to-one coaching program. So, you know, remember, know what you know and know what you don't know. So if you don't know how to specifically train for the beat test, your entrance test, or you don't know how to specifically change your nutritional habits to lose the weight, um, let us know. That's what we do. We will look after you. Um, I'll drop the links in the show notes below. And if you have any questions, just hit me up. Thanks. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Now, 
I'm going to ask you to do what everyone else asks you to do as well. Can you please subscribe, like, and share the podcast? The more people we can get it in front of, the more people we can help. Now, on that too, if you've got any questions at all, please shoot me a message on Facebook. I'll cover it off in the podcast. I'll give you the most amount of information that I can. And please, if you need help with your fitness, training, mindset, anything, please reach out and ask me. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you out. You just need to ask. Thanks, guys.